Welcome to the Mystic Fool. <laughs> I'm Martin Worth and this is the Mystic Fool. Yeah, today I want to talk about magic and flow. I did a um, meditation on this a little while back and uh, had a listen to it the other day and it's really good. It's on my YouTube channel and it's worth having a listen to. But what I noticed was that in the uh, 12 months or so since I recorded that meditation, um, the energy's shifted and things are a little bit different. There's, there's more newer knowledge come through in that time and I wanted to share some of that information with you guys today. Realistically, magic and flow uh, it's the name that I gave to one of the um, one of the sessions that I hold for people who really want to uh, create the life they love. Magic and flow is about um, finding out clearly what it is that you do want, and then me giving you a little bit of help to get started to actually create that within your life. So yeah, there's two premises here that I wanna start with. The first premise is magic. In my definition, magic is the ability to direct energy to create a desired end result. Whether you're uh, waving a wand around, <laughs> which I do sometimes, uh, creating magic, in that fashion or whether you're sitting listening to this podcast and wanting to create a little bit of magic in your life realistically guys it's the same energy it's just how you go about it and um, in some of the forest circles that we run we we do create magic around the fire and it's lovely remember a time when we uh, manifested a house for one of our friends they'd found this wonderful house up at Yamundi I think it was Yamundi up at the north coast and they put in their rental application for it and someone else got it uh, which was a bit upsetting for them so uh, one night we're holding a fire circle and we we decided to to draw the right house for them so we did a little bit of magic pretty much in the same way that I'm going to explain in this podcast and uh, the next the next day you wouldn't believe it but the uh, the people who had um, won the bid so to speak for that house pulled out and my friends got the very house that they wanted just like that now look you know I don't really believe in coincidences <laughs> so premise number one Magic is the ability to direct energy to create a desired end result. Premise number two. It's not what you think about. It's how you think about it. I'll say that again. It's not what you think about. It's how you think about it. Okay. That's the one I'm going to talk about first. Because people say words have power. People say thoughts have power. And to a degree, they do. But what really has the power 
is not the words, it's not the thought. Otherwise, imagine all the bad thoughts that would have manifested when you're driving down the road and being upset with the driver in front of you or whatever. You know, all the curses that you spoke would have manifested. The world would be an absolute mess. So, you know, also all the good things that you thought would have manifested as well. And I bet they probably haven't either. So what's the story? If words don't always have power and thoughts don't always have power, who has the power? What has the power? And what has the power is you. You give power to your words and your thoughts by the attitude behind them. Now, there's some loose words there because it's not even attitude. It's not even really intent. It's deeper than that. And that's what we're going to discover as we go through this podcast today. It's easier than you think, but it's also very easy to get it around the wrong way. So, first up, let's have a look at what not to do. For quite some time, um, affirmations have been a big deal. And uh, way back, affirmations kind of used to work. Um, but I've noticed lately that that they don't really work, not very well. They certainly don't work every time. And the problem with affirmations is that they come from a place of lack. Although they're supposed to be positive, affirmations are actually coming from a negative point of view. You know, I don't have this, so I'm going to affirm that I do have this. Um, The problem is that you're still affirming that you don't have it. Because if you had it, you wouldn't be affirming that you needed it. I'll say that again. The problem is that you're affirming that you don't have what it is that you want. Because if you had it, you wouldn't be affirming that you needed it. Interesting, hey? I mean, whoever manifested a partner by saying into the mirror, I have a lovely partner, I have a lovely partner, I have a partner who meets my needs. Or whoever got better looking by looking in the mirror and saying, I'm beautiful. (laughs) Whoever manifested riches by saying, I have oodles of money. The problem with affirmations, and I'm being a little bit lighthearted about it, The problem is that when you're affirming something from a point of view of not having that thing, you're coming from what's called a negative vision. And what happens is that your subconscious puts the power back into what you don't have. Unfortunately, in this world, um, the bias is towards the negative. The bias is towards decay rather than creation. 
Um, that's how the world is set up. So um, negative vision is an interesting mechanism that occurs. You put the energy on something that you don't have and that triggers within your mind to ask the question, why don't I have it? And that activates the reason why you don't have it. And more than likely, the reason that you don't have what you want is because you have a belief sitting in the back of your mind, in the unconscious part of your mind, that's holding you back from it in the first place. So once that belief gets activated, it's like a little guard. It's like a guard dog. It's sort of, <laughs> whoa, no, hang on a minute. Last time we had a relationship, you know, you know what happened. We don't want to go there again. You know what all girls are like. You know what all guys are like. And the sort of echoes of negativity from the past start to come through. And once activated, you've got Buckley's chance of uh, attracting a partner, in this case, by affirming that you have one when you don't. The thing is with beliefs, and I have discussed this a couple of times before, I think it's in podcasts that I'm yet to release, so the thing with beliefs is they're about survival. Beliefs are about survival from emotional or physical pain, and they're there for your own best good from the point of view of soul, of ego, of past experience, but beliefs are not there for your highest good. That's the issue with beliefs. And we'll cover that in depth at another time. See, the thing is, when you activate those beliefs, um, the belief must be right, because it's there to prevent you from harm. And therefore, it will make you confirm to its parameters. And this, this thinking process happens in about two unconscious microseconds. You don't even know that it's happening. This is the problem. So you're trying to convince yourself that you have something that you don't have. Try convincing someone to do something and see all the objections that they raise. It's an interesting experiment. Go and see your mate and uh, start talking about trying to convince them that life could be better and this could be better, whatever it might be. And you'll be surprised at how many objections they come up with. The first thing that'll come out of their mouth won't be, oh, cool, look at all the opportunities we have to make that happen. The first thing that'll come out of their mouth is, well, yeah, but, you know, you know life's tough these days and etc, etc. Give it a try. <laughs> There's another good reason why affirmations don't work. So what we're saying here is that uh, when you affirm something that you don't have, you really only activate the reasons why you don't have it. And that doesn't get you through the door of having what it is that you want. Okay. So now let's look at 
what you can do to create magic in your life. You see, magic, the magic to create circumstances, to have, do or be what you want in your life, that kind of magic naturally arises from desire. Okay, desire says, I want that. Whether it's money, a car, a partner, you name it. Whatever you want to have, do or be. Once desire for that thing arises, then the capacity to draw that thing to you also arises. That's how, that's how advertising works. Advertising is all very cleverly about, you know, not selling the sausage but selling the sizzle. We're not advertising the actual product, but we're advertising people who have the product and they're happy. People who have the product and their life is easy. So interestingly enough, advertising uses a form of magic to convince you to raise a desire within you to have that product that they're trying to sell. It gets under the radar, doesn't it? You know, it's not about having, it's about wanting. When desire arises, mental capacity increases. And when mental capacity increases, creativity flows. And you literally start to look for opportunities to have that thing. And here's why it works. Because the reason why you want it isn't important. And the process to how to get it isn't important. The only thing that's important is getting that thing, whatever it is that you want to do, have, or be. Think about it. When was the last time that you felt a, a desire to have, do, or be something? Was it a holiday? Was it a car? Was it to get into a, a beautiful relationship? Was it to buy a puppy? <laughs> because when that desire arose within you, you went and got that thing. Yeah. That's how it works. So question is, how do you activate the desire without activating the sabotaging beliefs. And um, what we need to do is whatever it is that we want to have, do or be, we need to step into a place within ourselves where it doesn't matter whether or not we have the money 
the time, the resources or the ability to create what we want. We just know that that's what we want. We have to come from a place of just pure passion to have that pure love and say what it is that you want to have, do or be in your life. Whatever it might be, there's no thought at all to what the process for getting it might be. No thought at all as to how you're going to create it or how the universe is going to create it for you. You just want it. And that place is a place where you already have it. So let's talk about state shifting. You have different states. If you have a job, you have the state of working, being a worker, whatever you do, being a computer tech or being a, uh, a cleaner or being a mowing man. You're, when you're in that state, that's what you're doing. You also more than likely have the state of, of being a, a partner, um, a husband or a wife. You probably also have the state of being a son or a daughter or a brother or a sister. And uh, on it goes. These are the different states, the different facets of your personality, different energetic focal points. Now, when you're in each one of those states, you can be loving partner, you can be dejected partner. You can be annoyed brother or sister, or you can be loving brother or sister. You can be awesome computer tech, or you can be pissed off, I don't want to be here, computer tech. <laughs> the thing is, when you're in that state, it's the attitude of, that you adopt within that state determines the quality of what you experience within that state. When you're in the state of dejected partner, you act and think like a dejected partner. And a dejected partner does not necessarily engender a whole lot of love from the other person. When you're in the state of loving partner, you act and think like a loving partner. And a loving partner is someone who's very hard not to be happy with and therefore you're happy so the question is to state shift from one to the other assuming you already have the desire to have, do or be something in your life the next thing to do is to step into the state of having, doing or being that thing. What is it that a happy partner is doing? How does a happy partner act and feel? Don't worry about whether you're happy or not, but how does a loving partner act or feel? What does that person do? What is a rich person doing? acting and feeling what is a beautiful person doing acting and feeling etc and by feeling into the state of that state of being or having the thing that you want to have then you will naturally 
start to attract it to yourself. Sounds simple. That's because it is. So I did a podcast, um, number eight, on three manifesting tools that actually work. First up, you must imagine a scene that implies your wish fulfilled because that's exactly what the advertisers do. If it's that you're needing to have a beautiful house right now or any house right now with the rental situations and the house situations that are going on around the country. So what is a scene that implies that you have a lovely house a roof over your head and that scene could simply be sitting there having a cup of coffee on the veranda feeling at ease and calm and imagining the view from that beautiful house you notice we're not creating the house we're not jumping up and down and affirming I have a lovely house, I have a lovely house what we're doing is you're actually putting yourself into the state the mental and emotional state of having a lovely house and sitting on your veranda, looking at the view, having a cup of coffee, whatever you wish and feeling really settled and calm And then the three tools. And you should really listen to the podcast number eight. But here's the three tools. Just in in quickly. First tool, I remember when. I remember when I moved in here. With I remember when, we're bringing a future desire into the past as if it had already happened. And seriously, your brain cannot tell the difference between something that you say with calm and conviction has already happened to something that hasn't already happened. So by saying, I remember when I moved into that house. I remember the day that I came in here and I had a party. My friends came around, everyone helped me move in. We bought pizzas and beer whatever it is you want to have (laughs) or we smudge the place with white sage to get rid of all the old energies of people that have been there before remember when that happened the second tool is revision for each day that you go looking for that house and you haven't found it yet Revise in your mind what happened and change it. Change it for what you wanted to happen. Going to the first house, it's not quite what you want. Didn't it have? Didn't have two garages for both your cars. Okay, revise it. You found a house, had two garages, it was great. You put the rental application in. Do it over. Blow off the old. Create the new. And when you create the new, 
remember when that happened. There you are sitting on the veranda having a cup of coffee, looking out at the view, feeling calm, feeling settled with a roof over your head. Remember when it happened. And you went to those open houses and looked and found the house that's perfect for you. But then the third tool is the congratulatory conversation. And the congratulatory conversation goes like this. I can't believe what a fantastic house you found to live in. And look at the view from that veranda. It is absolutely awesome. Your friends telling you how great it is, how lovely your house is. Your friends talking to each other about how great it is that you manifested this fantastic house. Yeah, the congratulatory conversation. It's really cool. You can make up whatever you like. You have people complimenting you. You can have people talking to each other about how great it is. And you can have people just ringing you up and saying, Hey, Joe told me you got a house and it's really great. When can we come and visit? All right. So jump on to episode A of the podcast and get some more depth on those three manifesting tools that work. If you use this technique, you will free-flowingly manifest what you want simply by emulating the state of a person who has that thing. You're not even going to affirm that you have it. You're just going to be in a state of the person who has the thing that it is that you want. You don't even have to mention the thing. When you're sitting on the veranda having a cup of coffee, feeling calm with a roof over your head, that's what you want. You want to be sitting on your veranda, having a cup of coffee, feeling calm, feeling happy, feeling settled. That's what you want. And that is a way different scenario to affirming, I have a lovely house, I have a lovely house, I have a lovely house, or any other sort of affirmation. Sorry, affirmations, but you're so old school. (laughs) When you use these tools, you're creating magic. And what did we say magic was? Magic is the ability to direct energy to create a desired end result. What's the energy that we're directing? The energy of having that result. Whoever cast a magic spell thinking that it wasn't going to (laughs) work? The energy that you're directing to create the desired end result is the actual energy of the end result. Not that you don't have it, but that you do have it. That's what you're creating. Sending a clear message out to spirit, which is all-powerful, all-knowing and all-present across all time and space. That's what you're doing. And spirit will do your bidding. By focusing on how it is to have, do or be, you're not trying to create what you want, You're creating the state of having, doing or being the thing that you want. Then you shall have it.
So what do you want to have in your life? Once you know that, and you're clear about that, and you're in that state, then the magic flows. Yeah, if you would like a little bit of help in, in understanding this process of magic more deeply and getting into the flow, uh, I do run sessions on this. Um, and if you would like to get in touch with me uh, and have a free of charge magic and flow session, I would be more than happy to talk to you about it. And if that helps you on your way, just one session chatting with me, for a half hour or an hour or so, then uh, I'm very happy to give you that privilege. And if you wanted to go further, of course, you can sign up, so to speak, for a few sessions, and um, it will help you to create the life you love with magic and flow. So, if you enjoyed this podcast, please like it. Please subscribe to my channel. (laughs) Please put comments below because that helps in the whole algorithm thingy-bobby. Yeah, send me an email to themysticfool at martinworth.com with your thoughts and feelings. Uh, anything you think that you would like me to talk about in these podcasts, let me know. I will respond and I will talk about topics that you asked me to talk about. So, yeah. Thank you. Love you. Hope the best for you. And uh, I'll catch you. See ya.